and was like, okay, if I look back at every job that I've had, from the first job I had at Wendy's Hamburgers, all the way through to my most recent one, what are the threads that I enjoyed? Where, where did I feel my most like myself? When did I feel most alive? For me, when I looked back at that, it was painfully obvious that when I'm helping people, that's where I come alive. Um, whether that was with the high school students, whether that was helping my colleagues, um, I was a camp counselor for a bajillion years, all of those different roles, I'm at my best when I'm in some sort of role of service. Welcome to the Mindfulness Experience Podcast. My name is Keith Fibeson. I'm your host. We're an official media partner for the highly anticipated Wonderland Miami 2023 conference from November the 9th through the 11th. Use the discount code MINDFULNESS20 for a 20% discount off the cost of registration. Today, I'm thrilled to introduce our guest, Leah Good, a multifaceted professional who has made a name for herself as a creative producer, outstanding photographer, and empathetic leader. Today, we're going to talk about her involvement with Wonderland and so many other things that she's involved with. Hey, 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 Leah, Leah, how are you? What's going on? Uh, Keith, it's good to see you. I can't believe it's been nearly a year since I got a chance to talk with you at Wonderland last year. Looks yeah, nice to see you yeah, again. yeah, yeah. But we've we've connected on social media, and I'm I'm yes. following you and your your great work, your background, your your photography is exceptional. Um, Thank you. Before we get too far, you just had a birthday, so I did. Happy birthday <laughs> to Thank you. you. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, oh. I'm 25 again. No, no, oh, no, 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 not 25 yeah. again. Perennial. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Again and again and again and again. Well, exactly. Well, it's always nice to it's always nice to see you and uh, to see your work online. Now, you are uh, involved uh, certainly with Wonderland, but let me uh, and we'll jump into that. But tell us a little bit about your background your uh, creative skills and where you're at at this point in your life and uh, working with the Wonderland Conference and some of the other things that you're involved with. Absolutely. I would honestly describe my my path to getting to where I am has been windy at best mm -hmm. and circuitous all over the place. Um, I started off when I was, you know, 18, 19. I think like a lot of kids would be where you're, you're supposed to go to school. I don't think you really know yourself well enough to know what profession you'd like. Um, but I grew up, I grew up in a relatively um, liberal but religious household and it was lovely. Um, but I ended up going to get a, a theology degree. Mm -hmm. um, and from there I was a high school chaplain. So I was mm -hmm. kind of like the big sister of an entire high school and it was a wonderful experience. Um, however, as I continue to grow and learn and explore in your mid twenties, as most people do. Um, I became, I became a little bit. I guess the best word would say I deconstructed my faith a little bit and decided that at that juncture it wasn't. I couldn't. I couldn't do my job with any kind of integrity based on kind of where I was at with my own personal journey. And at that point, I went back to school and I got a very different degree. I got a degree in commercial and fashion photography. Mm -hmm. I was 28 years old, mm. and all of my all of my fellow students were 18. 
I had never used Photoshop before. I had no idea what I was doing mm -hmm. um, and graduated top of my class with a four-year degree. And mm -hmm. from there, I was involved in a number of different creative endeavors all throughout Toronto. Um, I was doing some creative direction work for small startups and apps. I was a, I was a photographer for Sears just before just before they went under actually unfortunately <laughs> yeah i know right, well, <laughs> that, right. that dates me that dates me big time um but then and then finally i did my own kind of freelance work etc um finally landing at a jewelry uh, company mm -hmm. based out of toronto where i was managing their e-commerce photo studio mm -hmm. and when that role ended um it was in the middle of the pandemic Nobody knew what was going on. It was terrifying for a number of different reasons. And I really thought to myself, okay, this is a reset. This is a reset. This is something, this is an opportunity to go in yet another different direction. Right. And given my history, I, I'm increasingly comfortable with that. <laughs> so um, I really sat down, I took four months off and went back to bartending, which I mm -hmm. love doing as well. And um, I retreated to the middle of the Rocky Mountains in Canada. Mm -hmm. Um, spent some time with family there and really kind of did an assessment. So at this point I was what, 20 or 38, 39, um, and was like, okay, if I look back at every job that I've had from the first job I had at Wendy's hamburgers, all the way through to my most recent one, what are the threads that I enjoyed? Where, where did I feel my most like myself? When did I feel most alive? And for me, when I looked back at that, it was, painfully obvious that when I'm helping people, that's mm. where I come alive. Um, whether that was with the high school students, mm -hmm. whether that was helping my colleagues. Um, I was a camp counselor for a bajillion years. Mm -hmm. All of those different roles, I'm at my best mm -hmm. when I'm in some sort of role of service. Mm -hmm. um, and when I thought about that, I was like, well, I don't anticipate myself necessarily becoming mm -hmm. a world leader mm -hmm. in that sense. Um, my, my goals for myself are relatively modest when it comes to that. But I, I wanted to take the skills that I have and apply them in a way that helps other people. Mm. And so when I came to Microdose, that's what I was, that was my intention. Mm -hmm. And it still is, it still is. How can I support the people doing this big work, doing this important work with my own skill set? Mm -hmm. And I found, I found my place here amongst incredible people that I get to work with every day mm -hmm. and contribute what I've got. So some of that is creative, um, mm -hmm. but a lot of that is just being incredibly organized mm -hmm. and seeing big picture and strategizing and mm -hmm. making sure that operations are in place, that we have a process for things, we know what we're doing all the mm -hmm. time, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. So um, right. I've really, really kind of um, eked out, not eked, that's probably the wrong word, but I, I really made a niche for myself and mm -hmm. enjoy doing all of the things that I get to do. I'm pretty right. lucky. Right. Well, you know, you and I met last year at the conference and uh, I was uh, sort of in awe of how you sort of, you know, you, you, you were all around the place and people were asking you questions and you were, you know, it was sort of like watching uh, an orchestra leader you know, the, the conductor conduct the orchestra. And it really is a little bit of that, too. It um, is. It is. Know, that's, a very, and, that's a good analogy, I would say. Yeah. And, and one of the things mm -hmm. I, I noticed is, you know, you, you're very empathetic. You know, you stop, you listen to people, you you ask questions. You know, I'm wondering, how, how do you, you know, tell, tell us a little bit about what you're doing at Wonderland and how you cultivate the sort of the team 
you know, Espirit de Corps, the culture, the values, the things that really bring teams together. What are your thoughts around that? Because uh, again, I, 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 and 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 while I was there at Wonderland last year, I don't know if you remember, I took a look at your portfolio. I look at what yes, you, you were doing, and I was like, wow, this, you know, you know, this isn't just an operations person. This person has some stuff behind them that really makes them who they are. So, can you speak to some of that? Absolutely. I think Brene Brown sums it up love, best. Love her. Love her. I love her. Love we all love Brene. Brene, yeah, Brene yeah. if you're listening, hit me up. <laughs> I'll get you a ticket to Wonderland. We want you there. Um, what she said, and this is, I think this is true with virtually everything you do. Clear is kind. Hmm. Clear is kind. When you are clear about your intentions, when you're clear about what you need, when you're clear about what you want, when you're clear about what you're afraid of, that is actually a kindness to the people mm. that you're working with mm -hmm. because it gives them boundaries. It gives them a roadmap. It gives them somewhere to go and not go. Mm -hmm. And essentially, I know that's, this is, might sound a little bit lame, but that, essentially that's what I think operations is. I am at my, I'm, I'm doing a kindness to the people I'm working with when I'm like, Hey, here's, here's where we're going in three months and here are the deadlines and here's the mm -hmm. expectations and here's the format I needed in so that they don't have any questions. And it's not that that can't change or evolve or become even better, but it's actually most efficient mm -hmm. from a personal perspective and definitely from a corporate perspective that everything is laid out as clearly as possible, mm -hmm. as clearly as right. possible. It's a roadmap. It, yeah. It's a roadmap. And and I, I, I experienced that probably the most acutely when I was working with the high school students, part of my Part of my role as the chaplain is that I would take 50 high school students um, from Ontario in Canada um, to New York City for a grad trip every year. And mm. so uh, it was three adults on 50, 70, 17 year olds. And, you know, and it was just like, no, this is what you're doing. This is how you're doing it. And like keeping that stuff really, really clear. Um, and it is for me, it's not an attempt to gain control. It's actually this is the box. The box is this size by this size. This right. is what I need you to get it done. Mm -hmm. How you get it done, or here's here's the certain things that I need. Mm -hmm. Apart from that, I really not that I don't care, but it's up to you. Mm -hmm. There's that kind of restrictive mm -hmm. creativity, for lack of a better word. Oh, so yeah. clear is clear is kind. Clear yeah. is kind. And yeah, and I, I and I really like that too. Uh, just sort of breaking it down to that level, because mm -hmm. you know what you're doing is you're really helping to break down the journey. What are the expectations? What are the, you know, what are the things that you know if you go to a play, you don't you know, and literally to a play, life is like a play and we're all actors on the okay, stage. So, so especially with a conference, you know, you've got, yeah. this is a play. Everything's got to be in sync. People have to show up. People have to be there. And you know, you're, what you're looking to do is bring clarity to that engagement Absolutely. process and Absolutely. that journey, right? That's a journey. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, this past summer, I was spending some time with my six-year-old nephew, and I'm not sure if this was karmic retribution from my brother, but he bought <laughs> he bought my nephew, it's like a 9,000-piece 3D wooden puzzle. Like, mm. all the pieces mm. are, you know, laser-cut, and it was my job to help him put this together, mm. and it's a marble run. And there's a million different, and it took me four days. It took me four days, and I think I went to the hardware store five times. To uh, you didn't give up? I, no, absolutely not. Step one, step one don't give up. But it, it was a perfect example that mm -hmm. if, if piece A is not fitting well with piece B, then piece right. C isn't going to work. So when we when we get we have to look upstream. What mm -hmm. is the what are what is causing mm -hmm. this issue? Because every issue 
that is happening is coming from the system that's created it, mm. right? Mm -hmm. And I think this to tie, to tie into healthcare, when we're talking mm -hmm. about mental health and we're talking mm -hmm. about longevity, and we're talking about all these types of things that we are going to dive into at Wonderland, we are looking, we're looking upstream. How do we heal mm -hmm. rather than treat a symptom? Right. And of course, this is part of a larger conversation about how our healthcare system is set up to function. Mm -hmm. um, however, understanding that this medicine can really prevent the mm -hmm. symptoms from happening in the first place. Mm -hmm. And that to me just seems like the most obvious solution to a problem. Right. to a problem right mm -hmm. instead of just plugging the leak you turn off the water mm -hmm. you know that's that's kind of the the idea and i think i think hopefully we're moving in that direction slowly but surely obviously it's a, it's a big shift to turn um but looking at what are the solutions upstream mm -hmm. rather than just cleaning up the mess at the bottom mm. i like that um i like that uh, that vision that touch of a vision in terms of where the conference is going you know because one of the things that i'm very aware of is that people can get very stuck on the medicine aspect of it and really kind of focused in on the medicine as to what is the medicine for right it's really mm -hmm. to help individuals to integrate whatever happened to not necessarily stress so much about the future and to be mm -hmm. as present mm -hmm. as they possibly can be so that they can energize and actually be in action in their own lives. And the medicine is just one way to go ahead and do that. Absolutely. And it is, mm -hmm. it is, it is, uh, our body is an incredibly complex system. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and too often we, we compartmentalize what's mm -hmm. happening, right? Where it's just this, it's just that. And I think that there is a lot of, room for us to synthesize those things mm -hmm. to look at the look at everything holistically now that takes a lot of work it takes a lot of energy it takes a lot of observances it takes a lot of self-knowledge it takes a lot of reflection so it's not an easy task necessarily but it is one that is is manageable i think especially on an, an individual an individual um mm -hmm. level mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so when we start taking a look at uh, the conference uh there's many themes uh, that center on innovation, compassion, social responsibility. I understand that there's going to be a whole experiential process that's uh, coming together with that. Can you speak to some of that? And how do you think these themes will resonate not only with the people who are there, but also with the, you know, your personal professional values, if you will? Yeah. Um, well, this year we are expanding the content beyond psychedelic medicine. Um, and one of the things that we are looking to touch upon is mental health, recognizing that this is, a, this is a, an epidemic at this point um, globally. And, and rightfully so, it's coming increasingly to the forefront of not only everybody's personal experience, but how our government's going to deal with mental health, how our agencies, how our corporations, how are families dealing with mental health issues? Um, and we're seeing increasingly conversations around those things. And we wanted to give a voice to to mental health. One of, one of the talks that I'm personally excited about is to talk about menopause and mental health um, and exploring this understudy topic. I think that's mm -hmm. incredibly important. Um, and we're also bringing in longevity. So how, mm. how can we mm -hmm. have the longest health span? This isn't necessarily about lifespan. Sure, it does bleed into living longer, but how can we increase our health span? 
um, past that we're at right now. Um, so we're looking at longevity and re reversing aging. Hmm. Um, we're going to be talking about nutrition. We're going to be talking about a, a number of different things. Um, and, which and, all, I, and I understand there's like a dating, a, a, a speed dating kind of a thing going on or something like that. <laughs> uh, that I have not. I yeah. mean, maybe, maybe yeah. somebody's organizing that one. And that's part of it, too. Um, part of Wonderland is the Miami Psy Psychedelic Week. Miami mm -hmm. Psychedelic Week right. is all the other events that are happening around that thrown by some of the great partners and friends mm -hmm. in the industry. So I, personally, I haven't heard about that, but I would. I think that would be an interesting place to go. I think that'd be an interesting place to show up and, and have yeah. a couple drinks with somebody. But then there's yeah. also domes. There's domes and there's uh, a, oh, yeah. a, a, like a treasure so, hunt or something. What? So yeah, there's going to be a scavenger hunt Ooh. with some prizes at the end. Um, we're bringing back the art gallery as well, where there's going to be obviously art to see. We're throwing a, we're calling it psychedelic soccer on the Sunday after the event. We've got a couple of, uh, of soccer fields mm -hmm. rented just around the corner and it's just going to be a pickup soccer game where people can just mm -hmm. enjoy themselves. Right. Um, we're having a, we're having a fun zone with lawn games, you know, cornhole, all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. outside. We have five different food trucks that are mm -hmm. coming in to oh, give everybody a chance to eat. Right. And that's actually one of my favorite parts of my job. I'm the one who gets to like vet these things. Oh, good. And I was like, that's yeah, good. you know, so yeah. I know I know exactly what I'm ordering. So that's fine. Um, oh, uh, I'll have the menu, please. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So come hungry and eat well, um, you know, and and it really is an interesting, it's an interesting conference, having been to a bunch of them in, in mm -hmm. various industries. I think what I like the most about Wonderland is this synthesis of of different types of people doing different type of work, but all moving in the same direction. Yeah. Psychedelic medicine, mental health, longevity is not gonna get anywhere without the people who are, for lack of a better word, the elders in the space, mm -hmm. the ones who've been there and have that kind of wisdom. That's not gonna get anywhere without investment. We need money. <laughs> we need money to and to do research and to look at like to study. There's there's both ends of that spectrum and everything in between are incredibly necessary. And one of the one of my favorite things about the conference is that you see these two ends of the spectrum come together and having mm -hmm. actual conversations face to face. Not only are they listening to each other's stories and listening to each other's ideas and thoughts, they're actually engaging with each other as well. And that's how that's how change happens is mm -hmm. when you're on two opposite sides, you come together, you find common ground and recognize that the things that divide us aren't that really big, mm -hmm. right? There's more that brings us together um, than divides. And I think that's just a really beautiful thing to experience mm -hmm. in such a yeah. space. Yeah, and I, I really experienced it this last year. I was uh, really surprised that you know the confluence of all of mm. these different people the biotech the art you know uh, the um uh, venture capitalists the scientists the therapists the you know the uh, uh, people who are underground the indigenous wisdom all of that i mean yes. all just coming together and you know really just meeting for a common yes. purpose you know i couldn't agree more i couldn't agree more there's it just really is mm -hmm. it's it's not i Sounds cliche, but you almost have to be there to experience it. You do, right? yeah. It's you, an experience. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. And while for myself personally, given my role, um, it's the craziest mm -hmm. two weeks of my calendar year, it's also the best. Like mm -hmm. I leave so yeah. energized and ready to plan 2024. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I was going to ask you about, about that in terms of, um, you know, your challenges, you know, in terms of creativity 
um, you know, technology, bringing, being, staying mindful, dealing with a lot of people and a lot of things. How do, how do you, how do you stay inspired during all this, you know, happening during those two weeks? And you know, kind of like, what do you, what, what do you do to ground yourself? You know, um, that's a really great question. Um, there are a couple of things that about myself mm-hmm. that that really are important to me. One of them, and this is more of a mental health thing than a physical mm-hmm. health thing, is I have to go to the gym every day. Mm-hmm. I go to the gym for at least an hour every day. And it's not for anybody else. It's it's not to conform to any kind of beauty standards. Not that at all. Mm-hmm. It's it's actually a promise that I keep to myself. And by keeping that promise and holding myself accountable, um, I gain confidence and I gain awareness. And it is a men- sometimes it's a mental thing. It's a mm-hmm. discipline thing, and I, and that is important to me. So taking also, care of your body, taking care of your body, yeah, right? No, taking care yeah. of my body, um, and I also read a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I my goal is to read ten thousand pages worth of books every year, mm-hmm. and um, I try to read as many contradictory experiences or opinions or ideas than I have. I think that mm, to surround yourself true. by people who only think like you isn't as helpful in a lot of ways. Um, so I read a lot. And and then there's the people in my life. I am incredibly blessed, um, not only with family, um, but with friends all over the world. I've recently moved to Barbados, where I've made another community of friends that um, you know hold me accountable, that help me out, that um, are a great reflection. And those those things are my personal things. Mm. From, a, from a more professional perspective, I have. I think of the. I think of the person who's never, mm-hmm. never heard of psychedelic medicine in this case, who is really wrestling with their mental health, and who needs an outlet, who needs somewhere to go, and stumbles upon Wonderland, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and hopefully they learn something that they connect with somebody to give those opportunities to people is so important in the past. I would say five or six years, um, several people that I know have committed um, suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, I, was, I wasn't even Sorry. really close with them necessarily, mm-hmm. but it's people I went to high school with mm-hmm. that my memories of them, albeit it was 20 years ago, mm-hmm. did not spell this outcome. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. how many people out there are wrestling with varying degrees of mental health mm-hmm. issues mm-hmm. that just need somebody to reach in and to the darkness or an outlet or somewhere to go. And so I think like, man, if that was my brother or my friends, I'd want them to have somewhere to go to talk to, Mm. to talk Mm. to somebody, to, Mm. to experience something different. And Mm. so for me, it's the person, it's the person who's never done anything like this before is maybe on just their very last straw. And hopefully we can be of, of some broader purpose for what's happening in the world. Right. You know, I love, I love the, um, thing you said before about clear is kind. And I think kind is clear, you know, as well, Mm -hmm. you know, when you're with someone, you know, I think the Dalai Lama said his religion was kindness, you know, so the ability to go ahead and be clear, to be kind, and also to be kind helps individuals to get some clarity of their own self-worth. So I hear that within your, the context of what you're saying. And I think that's, I think that's wonderful. And to be able to, you know, to, to, to sort of start out with that theology training and then to be the big sister, you know, and to then bring that into, um, you know, producing these events and bringing people together and starting to look at, you know, 
putting together all of the pieces because you know doing a production is is huge i mean it's really oh lord you know, it really is stringing a lot of you know bringing together yeah. cat hurting cats in some way you know and and it's one of those things too that until you kind of dig into it and mm -hmm. until you start actually doing this you you have to think about things like okay so how many bathrooms do we need mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. and based on a permit that we have to get based on the approval of the city right and then there's the badges okay so how many badges do we need and how are we going to print them off and where are they like the logistics of it i mean there are it's right. it's not 360 degrees it's 360 million degrees of mm -hmm. of right. detail to get into mm -hmm. and it takes it takes a lot of a lot of work it takes and a lot I, of work. And a lot never of never work. never mind the you know uh changing diapers and wiping noses that's the other yeah. part of it that really has nothing to do with logistics right totally <laughs> totally and and it is it is like it is a journey and sometimes i feel that well i know i know that even my years as a bartender and server help with that right mm -hmm. so okay so here's step one step two step three um, I'm not sure if you've ever, have you, if you've seen the TV show, the bear yet. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah. watch, no, you, it's interesting, but, yeah. it, but just like how you start a restaurant, right? Everybody's yeah. been to a restaurant. So you think, you know, how a restaurant runs, right. but until you actually do yeah. it, right. it's, <laughs> it's a completely different experience, not yeah. better or worse, just very different. Um, and yeah, so and I, I've, I've waited on tables. I've washed dishes. I was a short order cook. So I see that side of it, but you know, the whole operations area, I mean, inventory and putting things together. I mean, all, if you don't have inventory, if you don't have fresh food, what do you do? Yeah. You just, and, and you're a hundred percent correct. And for projections and like all that kind of stuff, all that and kind of stuff. Speaking of food, I am really glad that you got those five trucks. I think last Absolutely. year we had two. We had two, yes. maybe three trucks, you know, and, and, yeah, and people were waiting for pizzas. People were waiting. I know. I know. And I, to be honest, I, I was a little bit, I was surprised at how many people were like, oh man, I, I, I thought I like three will be enough. No, it was not. So I heard, I heard, I heard what yeah. was happening and I adjusted. That's great. Good. That's, that's wonderful. <laughs> So, you know, one of the things I'm really aware of, I think we've, uh, as, as you know, we're speaking with a lot of the speakers and presenters who will be there to go ahead and, you know, provide some highlights in terms of what people might expect. And you're going to really be featuring a lot of insights from a lot of top innovators and leaders in various industries. What are some of the speakers, you know, who were some of the speakers that you're most interested in, you know, excited to hear from and, and maybe why? Do you have a perspective on that? Um, yeah, one of the one of the ones I think is really interesting. Um, his name is Aaron Orsini, and he's going to be talking about psychedelics and autism. Mm, and I like Aaron. Aaron's a wonderful guy. Isn't yeah, he? I, I, and to be to be fair, I don't have any real close personal experience mm -hmm. with autism. Um, however, I do have friends who have kids mm -hmm. who um, there's a number of different number of different challenges, obviously, that go along with having having autistic children. Um, but I think also what I'm excited about is to learn more about it from, from a healing perspective so that I can be a better citizen in this world, right? Mm -hmm. So that I can know how best to, to encounter people who are simply different than me. And mm -hmm. it's not, again, it's just a difference. It's just a difference in the same way that I have. I mean, I have red hair and other, somebody else mm -hmm. has black hair. It's just a difference. So I think, I think hearing from Aaron will be really, really interesting. Um, and, mm -hmm. and we'll have this kind of. For me, it's it's a curiosity to the extreme, like just knowing how many people um, have have experiences of autism within their own world, 
within their own world. I think we have, we have, we have have that. I took a special interest in talking with Aaron. He was on the podcast a a little while ago and, uh, you know, Aaron Ossini, uh, uh, has, you know, just uh, a lot of experience with microdosing LSD and working with, uh, you know, autism. But, uh, one of the things that, uh, uh, I was very excited to hear from him uh, is he's really uh, got an incredible network of folks that are, you know, on the spectrum, somewhere on the spectrum. I have people in my family who are on the spectrum and, uh, you know, he really is incredibly compassionate and very, mm-hmm. very present. Mm-hmm. I mean, incredibly present. So, you know, un, un, unlike a lot of the sort of stereotypes, if you will, you know, he's a living example of how, you know, the medicine can help not only help individuals show up for their lives, but show up for others. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And I think as as we learn more, we need to do more. Like mm-hmm. knowledge requires action. And I think that he'll I think that he'll present something that is just gonna inspire, ignite, and mm-hmm. hopefully change um how we how we deal with autism. Mm-hmm. Are there other are there others that uh oh. strike your fancy? Oh, Keith! Now you're just there's so many. There's so so <laughs> well, many. We have we had I had Aubrey de Grey on who uh, really, oh lovely you know he's uh, really talking about you know the neurogenesis and uh, of, of, of and being able to go ahead and regrow or or expand consciousness from a neuroplasticity viewpoint, but also yes. talking about longevity and what a fascinating individual he was, and uh, I can't wait to see him there myself. Oh, absolutely. He's going to do, I mean, I think everybody is excited to see him. I know one topic that I'm actually um, thrilled to be leading the panel Mm -hmm. discussion on is sex and psychedelics. Mm -hmm. That was a hugely popular talk last Mm -hmm. year. And so we want to dive into that again. Um, Talking about enhancing um, connectivity, deepening intimacy, um, Mm -hmm. unlocking sexual blockages, um, self-discovery. It's going to be pretty candid. I want to keep it... um, explorational and mm-hmm. and candid to open up minds get rid of stigmas and empower with wisdom around mm-hmm. um a very human experience um i'm hoping that everybody will come ready to challenge their own assumptions i know it's not always easy um but i think that i think that this particular topic will mm-hmm. be really really um applicable to everybody's personal experience but also how are they going to talk to their kids about sex like how you feel about that is how you talk to your your partner or your kids or however you whoever you talk with um so i'm really excited about that topic again getting even deeper than we did last year um and i mean it's it's a just a bang up panel um let me just pull it up here because i i have um but i think i think that there's just going to be just a ton of information um and exploration so on that stage we have kat meyer sarah tilly Uh, yeah. Tommaso Barba, Molly Malouf, like all of these people mm-hmm. who are just, you know, not only in the world and in, in the industry, um, but are incredibly articulate, smart, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 incredibly knowledgeable. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, bring your notebooks to that one because there's going to be <laughs> lots to learn. Yeah, Kat Meyer, uh, she, I had a chance to talk with her and she was just brilliant. And uh, yes. I'm excited to, uh, you know, hit that session as well. So as you as you start taking a look at um, you know this event, I mean it's you know less it's a it's about a month 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 was about six uh, weeks five six weeks, weeks away, away. Six, six weeks, weeks away. away. So when you start looking at that, I know you know we're, we're having conversations and you know how do you approach you know uh, the creative 
marketing of bringing people there and having people involved you know what what are you know effective and you know ethical messaging because a lot of i do know you know outside of the country if you mention the word psychedelic you know they don't allow you to mention that word they 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 ban it it's a blacklist word you know yep. and uh and then you know when i start taking a look at this conference it's not just psychedelics it's really you know a longevity it's you know the, yep. i call them wisdom medicines you know these are yep, yep. Well, these okay, are yep. wisdom medicines and they're they're really things that help you to be wiser that help you expand consciousness that help you to be more centered deal with your own ptsd unravel your own twisted story if you will so how do you deal with that in terms of your messaging and with you know the people uh that might not want you there uh you know which i'm sure you don't deal with at all yeah <laughs> yeah um when we're talking about a psychedelic medicine in mm -hmm. particular we're dealing with um uh, decades long stigmas mm -hmm. we are dealing with um legitimate legal or um criminalization of of certain medicines we're, we're dealing with a number of different things however one of the things that we're seeing is that the conversation around these medicines is growing everywhere you cannot you cannot open up a newspaper listen to a podcast even even like even just a casual podcast i was listening to the other day was talking about and openly and honestly about their first um psychological psychedelic trip um so the good news is that the tide is turning um secondly social media while it is social media is generally kind of un unregulated you can do a lot on there without <laughs> anybody really getting in trouble and again just be, we're not doing anything wrong by talking about it um but social media is a really powerful tool um in this case to get the word out um we are conscious of some of the words we use um because they do get flagged and and that's unfortunate because we're talking about a medical study. We're not, mm -hmm. you know, doing anything horrible right. here, right? right? Yeah. Um, Something that was is, published by the... Uh, right. Yeah. If the World Health Organization published it, I feel exactly. like it's okay for us to mention <laughs> it, but that's just that's just my common sense. Um, so when it, when it comes to when it comes to marketing, um, the social media is an incredible tool mm -hmm. um, to use. And just like anything, um, it's, it's mm -hmm. a little bit ungovernable in some mm -hmm. ways. Um, but we really do, we really do want to build that community. And if it's, and if our, if our Instagram page is a place where people can come and just know that they're getting information, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm really comfortable with that. Um, and then a lot of it's word of mouth, right? Like, like most of these things, um, especially psychedelic medicine, it's because mental health is still a taboo topic to, to talk about in certain circles. Um, I feel like a lot of people wouldn't necessarily even know about Wonderland um, if they weren't talking to somebody who was also dealing with something like that or or whatever. So we we do we do rely on social media and and just hopefully people having like a really great experience personally when they come to when they come to the the event and all of our sponsors as well, reaching out to their community and being like, hey, you know, we want you to be there. Like this is important. It's important for people to be there and to hear what's going on. Right. So um, you know, as we start taking a look at you know the planning and all the sponsors and all the speakers and all of the press and all of the folks that'll be there you know uh, let me ask you 
you know, when you're, if you're a young professional and you're just listening to this podcast or you're looking at where you want to go in your life, and this is something that is of interest to you, uh, you know, people may be just starting their careers or, you know, get, wanting to get involved, maybe doing what you do, you know, what, yeah. what kind of advice would you give them uh, on their path as they, you know, start to move forward, you know, in their lives? One of the unintentional um, lies, I would say, <laughs> um, that I received when I was 18 years old, which was, you know, four years ago. I'm just, I'm just 20. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> um, when I was leaving high school, was follow your passion, right? Mm -hmm. What are you passionate about? And you'll never work a day in your life. Mm. And I disagree with that. And I've been increasingly convinced through reading. Um, Mm -hmm. Professor Scott Galloway at, at NYU, he has a really great podcast as well, where mm -hmm. he argues that you should follow your talent. When you're talented at something, it doesn't feel like work. When you're talented at something, you just kind of mm -hmm. do it, right? And that's why, that's, I mean, Michael Jordan is, the, is, a, is a great example for a ton of different things. Mm -hmm. But the reason it looks good or easy for Michael Jordan is because he's talented at it. Yes, he put in the work, mm -hmm. but he had this innate talent that I could never have. Even mm -hmm. I put in a hundred times more work than than Michael Jordan did, I would never be as good as Michael Jordan. Mm -hmm. um, so my, what I would encourage anybody younger than me or just starting out or looking to change is what are you talented at? Mm -hmm. what, 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 make, what comes easy to you? Not because it's not hard work, but because it just, it's something that you live and breathe. Um, what, and then where can you plug that talent in? Where can you plug that talent in? Because if you're, if you're talented at it, it comes far more easily and you can actually find a little bit of work-life balance. I'm passionate about mm -hmm. many things. For example, I used to, when I was in high school, I used to sing all the time. Mm -hmm. I was passionate about musical theater and jazz and I sang in the mm -hmm. Philharmonic mm -hmm. and all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I wasn't that talented though, right? So I could have been struggling right. for the past 20 years to become some sort of singer when it like, when mm -hmm. I have other talents that are equally valuable and could be used far more appropriately and, and, and far more widely in a mm -hmm. lot of ways. So I would say, find what you're talented at reach out to people who are doing that thing mm -hmm. um, and see how you can plug yourself in. Most mm -hmm. people, when you reach out to them and say, hey, I'm, I'm curious, I want to know, I want to learn, most people are, are incredibly receptive to that, myself included. I get I get LinkedIn messages all the time. Hey, I'm happy to take a 15-minute meeting with anybody, right? Mm -hmm. Because I think that's important. Um, but yeah, follow your talent. Follow your talent. I used to right. say that to some of my high school students. I was like, what do you waste your time doing? Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I like playing video games. Cool. Become a video game designer. Right. Go for it. If right. And do that. Just do that right. thing. If you're, if you're, you're really, if downstairs. you're good at it and you have a lot of fun with it, go, yeah. go for it. Yeah. yeah. Go for it. Just go I like for that. It. I like that. So, so as we, as we bring our time together to a close and we start, you know, asking people, um, you know, to follow their talent, to follow the things that they're interested in, what are some of the things that they might find if they follow their, you know their their muse down to wonderland what what uh what what kind of things do you want to invite them to oh oh my goodness there's so many as they, things as they I, jump down the rabbit hole yeah yeah as they jump down the rabbit hole <laughs> um i i think that they will find a really open community a mm -hmm. really open community of people who are willing to talk and and hear questions you're going to meet people who are 5 10 15 25 years further down the road Mm -hmm. than you are from a life experience perspective and from mm -hmm. uh, a psychedelic medicine experience like from every different way um and that's incredibly important to to recognize that 
I mean, when you're 18, 19, you just think you know everything. Right. <laughs> um, but it's really important to know so that you don't and to hear other people speak some some truth and, mm. and experience into you. Um, you are going to see experiences. You're going to see you are going to see art. You're going to see people, people having fun. You're going to get to eat great food. You're going to be able to um, across the three different stages. You'll be able to learn mm -hmm. all different types of things that especially if you're young, um, will probably influence you more than me. Right. Mm. So I'm 41 mm -hmm. and and me starting now on whatever these different things um, is going to look very different than if I had started when I was 20. It's kind of like mm -hmm. a savings account. Right. You start saving at 20 looks right. very different than when you start saving at 40. So I think that um, when you're especially if you're younger, um, you're just going to get oh, this whole wealth of knowledge that mm -hmm. I didn't have access to because mm -hmm. it wasn't about then. Right. So. So why not take advantage of something like that around people who are, are willing to walk beside you and behind you mm -hmm. and, and get so you there? So to me, it sounds like you've just described a wonderful party that really is also educational <laughs> and uplifting. Yeah, it's kind of like if school, if like mm -hmm. if college was a kind of like the party life of the nighttime college was blended into the daytime lecture that you had right. to go to, right? <laughs> I love that. That's great. That's exactly right. You That's know, great. like you go to a lecture that. and then you can go have a drink yeah. with your friends or whatever. Yeah, hey. like yeah. More balanced yeah. from, as opposed to like night and day, quite literally. Right. Right. Um, right. Yeah, there's there's really there's really a lot to learn mm -hmm. and you never stop learning. You never should stop learning. Um, mm -hmm. And this is a really great place to do that amongst people who not only know what they're talking about, but are willing to talk to you as mm -hmm. well. Beautiful, beautiful. So. Uh, how would people get a hold of you, uh, Leah, if uh, they want to get a hold of you or find out more about the Wonderland Conference? So the Wonderland Conference has its own website, um, wonderlandconference.com. You can also follow um, us on Instagram at Wonderland Conference. Um, so mm -hmm. those are two ways just to like just to keep up to date on new sponsors, speakers, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then um, I I think that's probably the best way to do it. Mm -hmm. um, you could also e you could also email us at support at microdose.buzz, mm -hmm. um, and that will give you some information as well. Um, we have people that are monitoring that, and we get back to people as soon as we possibly can, um, and and we'll happy to help you shepherd you down the runway to Excellent. Miami. <laughs> Excellent. Sounds sounds great. So yeah. so glad to have you here today, Leah. Same. It's my pleasure, Keith. Anytime. Thank you, Leah, for sharing your insights with us today. As a reminder to our listeners, the Wonderland Miami 2023 conference offers a unique opportunity to engage with some of the most influential leaders in innovation, compassion, and social responsibility. Use the discount code MINDFULNESS20 for a 20% discount off of the registration price. And don't miss the chance to be part of shaping the future of work and innovation. Thank you for listening to the Mindfulness Experience Podcast.